0: Come on in here, church, and gather yourselves. Please ignore the background sound as I am sitting and looking at the news before I get on with my day. So how was your full moon in Gemini? (laughs) Ciao. So a couple of months ago, I decided... (laughs) Any type of new moon, full moon, or any eclipse. I was going to stay off of social media. I wasn't answering no phone calls. I'm not responding to text messages. At least try. Right? I wasn't going to do anything. But when I seen that harshness with um, Mars, that's in retrograde in Gemini, I said, you know... Kinda of getting low on coffee creamer. No, no, no. <laughs> I'm not even gonna bother going to the supermarket. I thought about going late at night. I thought about going at the crack of dawn in the morning, and being home before the uh, sun even come out. And I said no, nah. <laughs> because people are unhinged, unhinged. My God, I even did two podcasts about it. So, I was listening to other people's podcasts to see what other astrologers had to say and i I swear I wasted my time i between two different podcast platforms and YouTube, I promise I wasted my time. Everybody was talking about a square or opposition in conjunct and this is that, and that is this, and this is the opposition, and a return, and a retrograde. And next thing I knew, it was 20 minutes later, and I'm thinking, Well, what did you just say? A whole 20 minutes later, <laughs> oh, <you> <laughs> <laughs> my god. There was one, it was 15 minutes, because I was over it, right? I had to end some podcasts, because and some YouTube videos, because I'm like, all right, you're one hour long. You had said nothing. I could have understood if you kind of went into 2023, that would explain why your podcast or your YouTube video is an hour long or an hour and 45 minutes long. There was one who was three hours long. I didn't even bother. I didn't even I didn't even click on it. I was so over it. This one podcaster had a co-host who said fifteen minutes. I said, okay, fifteen minutes. Let me see what this person is gonna say. Had a co-host for this fifteen minute podcast, right? And said nothing but advertised his book, his Facebook group and talked about how many reviews he got on his book and it's another platform, it's not Telegram um, Discord and he talked about his Discord and I promise you I don't know what he said in that whole 15 minutes that had anything to do with the full moon in Gemini I wasted 15 minutes then I was trying to figure out why he had a co-host for, the, for this 15 minutes. <laughs> there was one person who said, okay, I'm going to do, you know, like a three-card spread about it. And they advertised getting a reading for them and that the reading would cover a year starting from March of 2023 going into 2024 which is understandable because that's when we have the changing of the guards I like to call it with Saturn going into Pisces that's in March and then Pluto changes its sign and goes into um Aquarius in April so I understood uh, she talked about some events she was having, her website, some offerings, some things people were doing together, and all this here stuff. And then she finally got to the end, and she did the three-card spread, and I don't know what she was talking about. I can't even repeat it back to you, because I was sitting there saying, now what did she say? I had to get through that whole YouTube video to get to the end where she said nothing. I said, my gosh. The main thing that people was doing was advertising a New Year reading. Mm. Mm. This news is interesting. So, pardon me for pausing. So, yeah, after a couple of those, I was done with it. Then I went for a walk, and I walked past a tree. This tree been there for ages. And I've been in my neighborhood for a very long time. When I walked past this particular tree that I've always walked past, I noticed mushrooms was growing from out of it. And I I kept walking, and I was saying to myself, mushrooms in this climate, in this neighborhood, on this side of the world? strange. Then I thought, well, let me go take a picture of it. So I went, and I took a couple of pictures of it. I was supposed to be doing a reverse image search to see what type of mushrooms those are. But my little mind is is kind of wondering, it's kind of wondering, pluck those mushrooms off that tree, if they're not poisonous. Mushrooms. I remember I was in a hood, and I saw murder hornets, and I was so baffled, like, what are murder hornets doing in the hood? Like, what? It's the most baffling thing. There was another time I was in the hood, and I was walking, right? Now, let me say something. We me do a quick insert. Like, why are you in the hood? They have um, places where you can get manicure and a pedicure, and your eyebrows are done, and it does not cost an arm and a leg. So that's where I was going. <laughs> to the nail salon in the hood. <laughs> so I was walking, right? And apparently it was garbage day in that area. And I saw rats and birds eating together. So what? What is going on? What is happening? See the most interesting things. What's happening? <laughs> oh my God! So anyhow, I personally had a good, quiet full moon. Edit. Excuse me. Y'all know I got my coffee and water, right? So. Excuse me, I had did my typical thing, clean my home, open the windows, clean my altar, refreshed the offering that's on the altar, um, wash my hair, all those wonderful, lovely things. And so I had put a citrine in my hair. Now, citrine is mostly known for attracting money, prosperity, abundance. But I wanted to see what this citrine head would do if I kept it in my hair, and I had the craziest sex dream—the craziest sex dream—and I said, "No, no, 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 no. No, no. I'm not doing this." Uh, mm-mm. Mm-mm. When I tell y'all, it was wild. Mm-mm. 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 No, no, no. So now I know what it will do while I'm sleeping. I want to know what it will do during the day when I'm just going on about my day. So when I did the lapis lazuli, um it had grounded my dreams but during the day it gave me a headache when i did the lava rocks um it had grounded me as i went about my day um i think lava rocks would be good for anyone who have like anxieties like a very low amount of anxieties, a low uh, amount of like depression or like you have some low nervous energy and you don't notice it but other people do, I think the lava rocks would be good for that. I also find the lava rocks good for like meditation and prayer. I saw this guy was watching Ratchet TV and he had A crystal hanging from his ear. And I thought, you know, that's not a bad idea. To have them as earrings or a necklace or a bracelet. To put them in your pocket. To put it in your hair. Different ways to carry crystals. It's not a bad idea at all to have it as um, earrings. So I'm thinking about getting some clear quartz earrings. Um, something small um, so that I could sleep with them, nothing too big. Still a thought. I'm not sure if that's what I want to do yet. But that was a good thing that he had to put it in as an earring, a hanging, and it was a big raw crystal at that. And in his other earlobe, he had um, like a medium-sized crystal but it was a stud and it wasn't hanging. So he had two different crystals in his ears as earrings. That you know, that was creative, you know, it must work for him that so he decided to do it that way. Very eccentric, eccentric, pretty cool. But this citrine, honey, no. <laughs> so um, I did a, a little bit of reading about this citrine crystal and it talked about, some sources talked about a solar plexus chakra. Other sources talked about a crown, the crown chakra. Um, it mostly talked about spirituality um, and psychic abilities. But overall, every article that I came across, it was about money. So... I'm going to move on to the next crystal. Because <laughs> I'm, I'm not trying to have these type of crazy extremes at all. And my next experiment, so I use raw crystals in my hair. I use raw crystals. Um, I don't clean my crystals like how people sit them out on, in the sun and charge them. Some crystals you could put in water, some you cannot. Some people put them in salt. I don't do any of those things with my crystals, and they seem to be just fine. Now, I will say that I have a selenite, a large selenite, that's supposed to absorb negative energy and release positive energy into the other crystals. So, I do sit my crystals with my large selenite. I have some tumbled stones, and I'm going to test them out in my hair and see what type of results I get. So I know the difference between the effects of a tumble stone versus the effects of a raw crystal. A raw crystal, they're more expensive. You get less quantity. But the tumble stones, they're less expensive and you get more quantities. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to see. Mm-hmm. And I don't charge my tumble stones either they just kind of sit with the selenite let that be that and I got a piece of a black tourmaline sitting in there as well and so that's kind of that I saw this woman she put crystals in front of her computer so that well on top of her computer and um every time she's on her computer the crystals are there That was a cool idea too I have some near my crystal. But I find that prayer, a quick prayer before getting on the laptop helps dramatically. Dramatically. So, there's that. Now, for the tea, some people have some crazy new moon experiences um i was scrolling the ticker talker someone was alive saying that a person had got stabbed and ran off and, and the the attacker had ran off um of course they didn't know if the victim was dead or alive but that was pretty wild the police was there and sergeants and all type of people was there. Um, and they was visitors um, or, or tourists. And I said, that's a crazy experience to have as a tourist. And I just kind of kept going on about my business after that. That was one thing. There's been a couple of shootings that I've seen on the news There's been a couple of car accidents that I've seen on the news. And what was interesting is that they happened around the time of the peak of the new moon. That was, that was, but I knew people was going to be unhinged. Like I knew that. So that's that part. Then I had a conversation with a woman. I don't think she was 70 years old, and she was a slave. And I was very baffled at that, because I knew that slavery ended in the 1850s. Which is why I say I'm not sure how people still have this type of a mindset here in the 21st century, because nobody is old enough to say that they lived... And experienced that era of slavery. And I was saying to myself, how is it she and her family did not know slavery ended in the early 1850s when by the time the year 2000 came around, Wi-Fi and computers and cell phones existed. And I could tell that she was telling the truth because she still had some, like, remnant that was just, just oozing off of her. And it just said, you know, don't do certain things. She was taught not to do certain things against, you know, the owners. Kind of docile. I said to myself, what the fuck? How did another family trap y'all family for that fucking long so they kept y'all from reading and writing and they kept y'all away from the internet so I asked her how did you get here in this city and she said her mother escaped first no mention of her father no mention of her father. She said her mother escaped first. She had a friend in New York, and the friend has sent for her. Uh, the friend had their own apartment, and the friend sent for her. She left in a wee hours of the night and escaped to New York and stayed with the friend. This woman had no birth certificate. No ID, no social security card. Like, what the? F- like, what? But this is Gemini. Communication talking. So I said, okay, so your mom's escape first. How you get here? She said that my mother had sent for me. But where my mother was saying that the place was too small, so I had to go to another friend's house. She said she came here, got self-established. Went to nursing school. Got a job in a hospital. And she still had that mentality. I don't even know how she ended up with like a birth certificate and social security card, so forth and so on. Like, I don't know. Because you need ID in order to register for anything. I'm actually going to Google that. There has to be some record somewhere. How did y'all not have a record? Everybody was born in the house of of what? Generation after generation, like, wait, what? What? How do you know how old you really are? If y'all don't know time and y'all don't know the date, y'all don't got Wi-Fi, y'all don't have internet, how the hell you know what day you was born? Y'all can't read and write? How do you know what day you was born? How do your mother know the date? What? And I've heard some pretty wild things. I know that anything is possible, but what? And she said she had ended up getting sick, so forth and so on, and her daughter had to help her out. She said she got married and had children. My husband had passed away. She she seemed like when she worked that she still had like don't do anything, don't cause no problems for anybody else, and you know that's what they the, those are the stories that you hear that were passed down is that the slaves didn't do anything to get each other into any type of trouble. She still reaped of that type of indoctrination. I never thought that I would meet anybody in this century. That could say out of their mouths to me that they was a slave. How the fuck did they stay in trap like that? Had it had been my aunt or something like that, the people that had that bloodline enslaved would be in fucking civil court. You hear me? They would be in civil court. I'm calling media presses. I'm contacting influencers. You finna go viral. You finna go viral. I did hear, like 2019, 2020, that in some countries, in this day and age, there were still some people who were slaves. How the fuck? Is that happening? It's beyond me. The way people would be in court if it was my family. What you mean? They would be in civil court. How they trick y'all? How the hell did they trick y'all in the twenty-first fucking century? The slavery ended in the eighteenth century. Three whole centuries later, y'all still bamboozle. That was interesting. That was a very interesting conversation for me. And I didn't want the lady to feel bad. And I don't have no poker face, y'all. I don't. My facial expression will tell it all. Don't put me on the poker table. I'm just, we going to lose. We losing. We losing the game. But more importantly, we losing the money. Don't put me at the poker table. I'll tell you that now. I didn't want the lady. To, <clears throat> excuse me. I didn't want the lady to feel bad, so I was trying to be mindful of my facial expression. But I'm quite sure she caught the part that I said I'm confused because I was. If that wasn't enough, to on to the next story. A guy was with a woman for over twenty years. Was having unprotected sex with multiple women the entire time that he lived with that woman. Multiple women got pregnant by him and he managed to keep that a secret from the woman that he was living with. And spent all that time with. Can you imagine how anybody male or female, would feel to know that they have been deceived to that degree and for so damn long. It reminds me of narcissists. It takes you a long time, a long time to really see what's going on and really see the person for who they truly are. It's a show for them. All the time. They're always on go. Even in their sleep, they're on go. It's a performance. They deceive people for a long time. Like years, decades, they deceive people. This woman had been deceived all that time and one of the baby mamas okay you heard what I said one of the baby mamas said I'm gonna let your chick know ran up on a, on a, on a, a the main chick and said hey 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 yeah this is your man's child child five years old honey Honey? Hunty? Huh? Five years? The girl broke up with him as she should. Left him. And he couldn't afford to pay the bills on his own. So he had to go and move in with his father only reason why he ain't move in with his mama because the mama, God bless the dad, don't went on home the glory. So he had to go live with his father. He had something to lose and he was okay with risking it all. Girl moved on, moved out, got her own place, okay, got her own place, Paid her own bills, all on her own. No help. Well, had a good paying job. After a while, old girls start dating. Rightfully so. I wouldn't have been bothered after something like that. Because I would have been looking at myself and looking at other people. Like, how do you have the heart to be so damn? Evil. How? Where's your empathy? But old girl started dating, then all of a sudden the the man started calling her a hoe. I said, Ain't that typical? Ain't that typical? She date one person outside of you, and you want to bash her. Like the heartache and the stress wasn't enough. Now you want to just stomp her to oblivion. The girl had a really good clap back. She had a good clap back, y'all. She had it was good. It was good, hunty. Her response was, "Says the man that be on the roof sucking a dog's dick, honey. When I tell you my pearls, my invisible pearls, honey, the strand had popped. There was freshwater pearls." All over the spiritual floor, child. My God. My God. But that told me that she knew he was addicted to drugs because only a person on drugs would do something like that unless something else was going on. Because people do have some weirdo-ass fetishes. which is an, That's an abomination before the Lord. But you gotta be on, so he was, that, that told me he was on some type of drug. And she knew that he was on a drug. And she knew about some of the wild things he was out on them streets doing. And you still stayed over 20 years. But honey, I had to gather my pearls from off of the spiritual floor. Behind that clapback, I said, My goodness, what a tangled web we weave. What a moon phase to go through. Exposed. That's that communication. That's that unhinged. That clapback was epic. But he had a, a lot of audacity, though. He had a lot of audacity because you done had unprotected sex with God knows how many different women. Then you was going home having sex with a woman and you was in a bestiality for drugs and then having unprotected sex with your chick. The level of audacity. The level of audacity, Girl. At that point, I said, "That's enough for me. That is enough for me. I have got gotten my fill." You know, I'm hearing stories from people saying they got blocked seemingly out of the clear blue sky. I said, no, it's been coming down a turnpike for a while. You probably just didn't notice. People always do, every single year, they do this new year, new me bullshit, and bring in a new year, doing the same exact same damn thing. They want to go through their phone, start blocking people going through Excuse me, you know, their social media and start blocking people. So, you done did all of that blocking, but you still doing the same damn thing. Mm-hmm. Chow. Ooh, chow. There was enough of me. <laughs> <laughs> there was enough of me. I like my podcast (laughs) chit-chats. Honey. Oh, my God. (laughs) After all of that debacle, okay, I said, you know what? You know what? I'm going to add to my list. New moons, full moons, eclipses, solstices and equinoxes I'm gonna lay low I'm gonna try my best to lay low to move around to be out of the way for the rest of my life I'm gonna try my best I'm gonna try my best I am going to try my best best. We can wait till after the moon phase to interact partially. Because, my God, this has been, from what I can remember this whole year, besides the Leo moon, the Leo moon was an interesting one, too. Just watching people's egos be triggered and then... It was like an interesting three days, watching people's egos be triggered, people spiraling downward, mentally and emotionally. And then, come the fourth day, it was like nothing had ever happened at all. That, like, that was interesting for me. But this Gemini moon has been the most the most crazy I, I think it was crazier than the eclipses now do keep in mind that we still are in the Taurus eclipse energy that's that's going to last for six whole months my God this was an interesting like, what is the next one going to bring? <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> so, I decided to spend some time kind of reading. Um, and I wanted to focus on Saturn and go back into some old notes that I had. Because, <clears throat> excuse me. Uh, We have a winter solstice on the 21st of this month. And that moon will be in Capricorn. And then on the 23rd, we have the new moon in Capricorn. And that's going to last three days. So we're going to have five whole days of Capricorn energy. Because I always give the moon three days. And I'm give it solstice. Two days. Which I, re- I really should give it three. And that solstice kind of goes in. Well it does. Just flow into. The new moon in Capricorn. So I really should give three days for the winter solstice. And three days for. The Capricorn moon. That would be six days and I'm I'm thinking of rounding rounding it off to seven. (sighs) Child. But for the most part, like just narrowing it down, we've got a good five days of that Capricorn energy. Here's the thing. Capricorn is the ruler of time and it's also karma. Capricorn energy, karmic energy is quicker than Mars karmic energy. Oh, hold on, Jack. I drop the phone, honey. It's quicker. It's immediate karma. So, technically, we got five days of. Good old karma. And so you're going to have to go back to your journal and look at what you were learning about yourself during Capricorn season and the Capricorn full moon. Because I have Capricorn full moon and the Capricorn new moon you're going to have to look and see, like, what were your lessons? Now, when I went through my notes um, about Saturn, because Capricorn is ruled by Saturn, I found something very interesting in there, in my notes, that talked about a relationship with a parent. Um, Either a woman, a mother, who was a complete alpha female and was domineering and controlling or a father who was dominating and controlling and chastising. It was really hard and had these really high expectations on their children. Um, There were unspoken rules that the child was supposed to just know. They never said what these rules were. The child was just supposed to automatically know. And the child, whether directly or indirectly, was taught to put themselves second. And put how they feel second, and what they have to say have no value. How they feel has no value, and and is supposed to be sacrificing for what other people, for what the parent have wanted. Sacrifice yourself for how the parent feels, and that was the wrong way to parent. And so the child got older and felt a bit worthless, Um, like they didn't belong, like no one wanted them, no one needed them. Um, Rejection and abandonment, feelings of rejection and abandonment. Um, And you had to learn To love yourself, but mostly you had to learn different ways to be strong and to push past anything that was subduing. So, when we have this Capricorn winter solstice with this moon and then the Capricorn new moon, those old feelings of whatever you were taught, whether directly or inadvertently, they're going to come back up because it's tied into fear. Now, what you fear is going to be contingent upon what house your natal Saturn is in. And in order for you to relinquish that fear, you're going to need inner strength. And you get your inner strength by knowing the truth. When you have knowledge, your knowledge is power. And, you know, I put something on my blog um, when I talked about the full moon in Gemini. And one of the things that I pointed out to people on my blog was when it comes to healing and approaching the person who did whatever to you that caused you any type of trauma, PTSD, depression, Um, Feelings of worthlessness, feelings of inadequacy, whatever it is. Like you don't need their approval. You don't need them to agree with you. You really don't even need an apology from them. You don't. What you do have to do is express yourself in a mature way to get it off of your chest and begin to rebuild yourself on a fresh foundation. And so this is going to come up again during those five days with the um, solstice and the Capricorn moon. So those old feelings are going to come back up. And you're going to notice how, like these patterns and these feelings, they fight tooth and nail to stay. Uh, And you're going to have to push past that in order to release. December in itself is a month of releasing. And a couple of days, we're literally going to be in Capricorn season. And, right, Sagittarius, Sagittarius, Capricorn, yeah, Capricorn. um, And Capricorn season Is going to be a continuation of releasing, right? So the end of the year, a few days into the new year, we're really going to be focused on releasing. But what you're going to focus on releasing is fear because it is fear that blocks you. Like you stop yourself because of fear. There's no one in your way to stop you from accomplishing your dreams, your goals, your aspirations but you, you stop yourself. So if you get down to the bottom of that fear by using your voice, saying what you have to say, being assertive and knowing within your own mind that you can't be gaslighted, you can't be bamboozled, you can't be tricked. You can't be deceived because you have knowledge. You know the truth. So it doesn't matter what anybody try to deny or reject. Your experiences is still your experiences. Their disapproval or rejection of what is being said to them does not erase your experiences. No one can debate you on your experiences. You're not making things up out of thin air, pulling it out of thin air. You know if you was abused, you lived it. Regardless of what level of abuse it was, you know that you were abused. And so even if the person don't apologize or at the very least acknowledge your experience with them or experiences with them, it really doesn't matter because your goal is to get it off of your chest so that you can deal with your fears and stop stopping yourself. You have to be in a position mentally and emotionally To receive your dreams becoming a reality in 2023, which will last for three years. And if you fear it, you'll miss it. And your spiritual team don't want you to miss it. Which is why you're listening to this Chit Chat podcast. I've said all the time, all the time, that nothing is by accident. Nothing is by accident. Nothing is a coincidence. When you come across my podcast, and when you come across my podcast, it was meant to be. Some information in it for you that will help you get out of your emotional prison. Please hold on one second. One second. So. Needless to say, it's going to be an interesting five days for everyone. And not everyone is going to have the same experience. Some people like the level of. Experience it will be for that five days. It goes from beginner to medium to intermediate. (laughs) Not funny, but... (laughs) So your karma may not be bad. Your karma may not be good either. It's all going to depend. But for the most part, for the collective, something is going to come up during that five days. Where it's either going to be some karmic debt where you did something. uh, Well, not you. I'm working on my wording. A person did something that they had no business doing to their alpha female caretaker, mother, whoever. Or the grandparents or the father. This is masculine energy and a caretaker, someone who was responsible for taking care of the person. You got that type of karma coming back, or you got this karmic debt. Now, remember when I was talking about breaking karmic contract cycles that needed to end? So this five-day period between the winter solstice and the new moon in Capricorn, is going to tie into that. Just breaking that karmic debt. And that will be rooted in fear. And you may have some fears or feelings of inadequacy through no fault of your own. So either you going to pay the price for what you did that you ain't have no business doing to somebody or you're going to have to deal with some fears Capricorn or Saturn also rules ancestors and your own personal ancestors is they are protecting you No physical harm is going to come to you. Your feelings may be hurt, but no physical harm is going to come to you. So know that you're protected on that level. Okay? It's also a good time during those five days to have a conversation with your ancestors. Because they're really going to show up and show out during those five days. Whatever it is that you do concerning your ancestors, do that and put put God first. Never forget to put God first. Never forget to put God first. When I looked at the chart, the earlier part of this month, I saw that the Gemini full moon was going to tie into the Capricorn new moon. And now I'm seeing it. It's a healing going on, healing and releasing forgiveness, giving grace to yourself first. And sometimes you're going to have to cut people off for your own sanity. So you may need to say what you got to say to the person that was responsible for taking care of you and block them. There's no real reason for you to hold on to a toxic person. And you have to ask yourself, Why do you have a relationship with toxicity? Who taught you that? Where did you get it from? Who told you it was okay? Who taught you that it was okay to have an unhealthy relationship with toxicity? You're also going to notice that some things is just in your mind that it's not true. And you have to really sit back and think about it and see how did that start to begin with. And what you'll find is that it'll be traced back to the person who was responsible for you. They did not express love to you whether that was a hug whether that was a I love you and there's a lot of people whom never heard their parents say I love you and give them a hug that's hurtful and it can make a person feel rejected and as an adult it'll show up as Nobody ever invites you to anything. Uh, Nobody thinks of you. Um, Nobody likes you. Which isn't true. And so you're in a place now with this five-day Capricorn energy to release it. When you've had a caretaker not express love to you and you've been trying to manifest marriage being in a relationship with someone the reason why your manifestation did not work is because of your fear of love. When it was not expressed to you and you feel rejected and or abandoned, you actually have a fear of being loved. So how can you tell the universe or your ancestors or God, whomever, that you're trying to manifest marriage for yourself when you fear it? There's a lot of people whom fear expressing themselves because they grew up in a home with, you know, a parent or parents or grandparents having screaming matches, yelling and screaming all the time. It gave you anxieties. The hostile environment. You may have been yelled at all the time. You may have gotten blamed for things that you never even did and you would tell the truth and you wasn't believed. So now you got this these tests coming up where other people are saying, I don't believe you. And that could trigger some people's throat chakra into closing up and not speaking up for themselves and standing up for themselves And saying what they got to say. All from not being believed when you was yelled at. When you was innocent. And said you didn't do what you were being accused of doing. And it's like you're yelling, trying to be heard to say, please believe me. But your ancestors are saying... You don't need anybody to believe your truth. Your experiences are still your experiences. What you do have to do for your own healing so that you can release fear, so that you can accept love, is to express yourself. And you'll find, for those who got like a little going on with the chin and the throat, you'll find that once you start vocalizing your thoughts, And how you feel, that'll start getting slimmer. You you watch what I say. It'll get thinner. This Capricorn energy is going to be triggering for a lot. A lot of people. So buckle up. Buttercup. It's going to be rocky. Either which way you go. That mutable energy. goes. The mutable energy of Gemini. Goes either way. Whether you're going to be dealing with some karma. For some shiesty shit you did. Or you're going to be dealing with some karmic debt. D-E-B-T. That you got to shake off of you. So we're in a place of healing. It's tying into each other. And you got to get through it once and for all. My podcast about Pluto was dealing with this karmic debt, these karmic contract cycles, Once and for all. No mas, no more. Believe me, there's a podcast literally titled No Mas. There's also some things going in there about land and property and houses and All these things. So if you want to relocate, especially when the real estate market collapses in 2026, going through the middle of 2027, when the ancestors show up and show out during this five-day period, you really want to, you know, emphasize assisting you with that. Being that Saturn also symbolizes dirt. If you have something in mind, a place in mind, an area in mind, try to get some of that dirt. Pick up some of that dirt, take it home with you. Put it in a jar, put it on the altar. That's what you do. If you can. You can always get a picture and print it if you can of the area or you could just get a print a map for that state and put that on the altar or if you find like some type of charm or postcard or something anything from that state you you could put that on the altar as well or You could just get yourself a piece of paper or an index card and write the state on it and put it up on the altar. You could look at the rising sign for that state, and if you have a crystal that correlates with that state, you can put that on that piece of paper or that map, that picture, whatever, and put it up on the altar. It's a really good idea. There's other things you can do in case you can't get to that particular state or that particular neighborhood. So um, I'll just take a quick look at my notes because the most thing is that this um, winter solstice. And this Capricorn new moon is really going to be dealing with how you feel about your parents. There was something I read in my notes. Um, let me see. Because I believe I highlighted it. It's quite interesting. Isn't it? Hold on, y'all. Hold on. You hear my papers fluttering, right? Because <laughs> I know I hold I highlighted it. Hold on, y'all. I'm getting to the highlighted notes. Hold on. Hold on, hold on. The Jamaican say, hold on, hold on. That's it. So what I'm reading now is talking about the negative patterns from the past that correlates with Saturn. So pay attention to the negative patterns of the past. Saturn points to a fear or an issue from the past that needs to be overcome. Hmm. Attachments to pleasures and comforts. That was something interesting because I remember seeing this guy on the ticker talker, And he said, the reason why some of y'all can't move is because of your attachment to people, places, and things. And if you let go of your attachment to people, places, and things, you'll be able to relocate. So I'm going to add that to it. Stubbornness and resistance to change. Inability to let go of things. There it is right there. I don't think this one is there. No. Hold on, hold on. Because there was something in my notes. And I thought. It's quite on so let me put the phone in. Woo. Hold on, y'all. i going to drop the whole phone. Hold on, because I'm looking for this information. Which one Hold on, hold on. Yeah, Saturn. Mm -hmm. Because I got Saturn written down going through all of the astrology signs. We want to look at Saturn and Capricorn. This position may indicate a fear of success, of one's own power. Or of public humiliation, stemming from a fall from uh, a high social position or high school. Those with this placement may have been abused; may have abused the power that they had, and must be careful not to repeat the mistake. On the other hand, the fear of failure, intense ambition need to be important, and sense of inadequacy. Of this placement may be a response to a father or mother who is critical, demanding, and cold. To succeed, you have to overcome your self-doubt and the resulting in interior, You will be wise to refrain from using unethical means for attaining power and from abusing the power to achieve. If you don't, disgrace or a fall is likely. The Bible always says pride comes before a fall or destruction comes before a fall. Those with this position of Saturn will probably have To work hard to attain and maintain their social status, as it often brings obstacles, delays, disappointments, or lack of opportunity in the career. However, with due caution, discipline, hard work, and humbleness, great things can be achieved. The individual needs to transform any greed for power into a drive for serving the larger social order. That is the route to the recognition and respect that he or she wants. What stood out to me in this paragraph that I wrote is the fear of failure, intense ambition, need to be important, and sense of inadequacy. I underlined the word inadequacy because I talked about that inadequacy when it comes to people being in secret composition, competition with another person, right? And the reason why they are in secret competition is because they paired, compared, excuse me, something about themselves to the other person and felt inadequate. And there was something that they were jealous about. And when they felt inadequate, that's when the secret competition came. This is all because of pride. Capricorn or Saturn ruling pride, right? And it says here, if they don't, disgrace or a fall is likely. And the Bible also says that pride comes before a fall. So let us continue. Of this placement may be a response to a father or mother who is critical, demanding, and cold. And I have this very line underlined because... A lot of us deal with parents who were cold-blooded, cold-hearted. They, they didn't show any love. They didn't express any love. They didn't hug their children. They didn't say, I love you. They didn't say, I'm proud of you. They didn't teach you how to love yourself. They taught you quite the opposite. Now, I came to notice that these friggin' baby boomers, right, they did not express love. The silent generation did not express love to them. And their way of taking care of children is by putting food on the table, closing it back in a roof over your head. And for them, that was all it was supposed to be. Not true. At all. And so when Gen X came around, Gen X, um, on, a, on a worldly scale, said, this isn't right. This shouldn't be done. That's like telling an asthma person, why can't you breathe? You don't need air to breathe. Air is free. Like, that's some bullshit. So Gen X came along. Gen X said, Gen X said, we're going to change this narrative. We're going to do a little bit better with our children. And Gen X had a lot of shit to clean up. Like with the presidents. When they a new one comes in, they have a lot of shit from the previous president to clean up. So Gen X had to deal with their own purpose for being on the earth and whatever it was that they were going through on top of dealing with the residual energy of the baby boomers and the residual energy of the silent generation. But by the time you got to Gen X, it was kind of like, it's kind of in your head, it doesn't really exist, but at the same time, you still got to fight. It's like these people, that freaking still think uh, slavery exists You got men thinking that they can buy a woman to control her, suppress and oppress her? Home health aides is a modern-day slave. That's what it is. The only difference between a home health aide and an actual slave is that the home health aide can slap a bitch. A home health aide okay, can say, I'm going to head out because I'm sick of your shit and get employment someplace else. Slaves couldn't do that. They couldn't hit nobody back. They couldn't hit nobody, period. But then you had the Gullah Geechies, honey, okay, that came along, and the mammies, okay, that would open up their mouths, said, you hit me, you die. And a lot of them knew, let me close the mouth of the Mammy. Let me not hit them. Let me treat them nicely. Then there was others that didn't know. They, there was others that didn't have the type of power that a mammy had. But that, that energy seems to just pass down from century to century, generation to generation. And so women, you know, in 2022 are really fighting for... We're fighting for our energetic freedom because it's the mindset and the misogyny and the laws and the this and the that that's still... In specific, trying to keep women, no matter what her ethnicity is, no matter what age she is, they still want to buy them, control them, suppress women, and oppress women. Just want to keep them down so that they can feel superior. But we're going to see, because I saw something in the chart, we're going to see more Caucasian women saying, Yeah, husband. I'm not interested in laying down and letting you just roll all over me so that you can feel superior. I'm not willing to take one for the team anymore. I'm not interested in you getting your way and you getting what you want. What is in it for me? Because I got to be docile and quiet while I take this L for you. And it's only for your pride and your ego so that you can feel superior. I pay my own fucking bills. Goodbye. We're going to see more of that. They're going to start with standing up for themselves. They've already begun to wake up. But now we're going to see them saying, no. Husband, no. So getting back to the whole Saturn thing, there's a lot, you know, going on. I know I went off into a rabbit hole. Y'all know how I do. There's a lot going on. A lot going on for those five days. So again, buckle up. Because this Capricorn energy is tying into this Gemini moon energy. And going back to the previous Sun and Capricorn season. And then it all kind of changes with Saturn come 2023 because Saturn is going to be in Pisces. And that Saturn in Pisces is going to deal with two very different ends of the spectrum. One end of the spectrum is going to be drugs and alcoholism. And the other end of the spectrum is going to be about spirituality. So we're going to see people changing um or really just coming into whatever it is that they should be doing concerning spirituality. And if they're not supposed to be in it selling products, goods, and services, they will no longer be in business. By the time the IRS get done doing what they doing with their little shiesty selves, they're really going to be doing some crazy bullshit. Someone said that there's people who hadn't paid their student loans since the 70s, like not one dollar. So the IRS is going to come down on them. We'll see, because there people there will be people on social media talking about that, how their bank accounts was frozen, and all kind of stuff. They talked about, you know, anybody that used like Square and PayPal, and so forth and so on and they had a $600 transaction. I, I don't know whether it's $600 in total or just one $600 transaction. I'm going to have to go on the IRS website and check it and see what it says for, my, for myself. but They're supposed to be tying up some loose ends about it. So on one hand, they're saying that they're going to go through with it and the IRS is getting involved. And then on the other hand, People are saying that's being amended because it's ridiculous. Um, They're, you know, coming down on, you know, grandma who was selling her crochet blankets just to put food on the table when they should really be going after the wealthy people. We've been saying that for I don't know how long of my life. The wealthy has never been taxed. People have been saying Democrat, Republican, liberal for the longest time that the wealthy should be taxed and they never have been taxed. The wealthy are the lobbyists and they're the ones that are creating the law so that they can keep their money in their pocket. So as long as lobbyists are wealthy, the wealthy will not be taxed. They will keep coming down hard on middle class and poor people. You got auntie with kids that are not hers, you know, selling plates of food and using the square so that she can feed those three kids that are not hers. And she gotta be taxed. And Canada, they're having to decide whether they're going to heat their homes or put food on the table because they don't have enough money. I saw an article, I believe it was Africa, where the people are limited to withdrawing $45 per day from out of their bank account. $45 per day. And they said it's they're doing it because they're pushing the people in that country into using cryptocurrency. So, regardless of what happens during income tax season, if you're middle class or if you're poor, expect them to get shiesty and grimy. Take some of your cash from out of the bank. Take some of it out. I'm not saying empty it out, but I am saying Take some out. Take some out. Take some out. (laughs) You may be better with a prepaid credit card. With like, you know, a, a limit on it. Or no limit. There's some that don't have any limit. So you could put anything on there from $20... To, you know, $200,000 or something like that, whatever, you may do well with that. All cards is gonna swipe regardless. So, doesn't even matter which one. But pick the one that don't have an annual fee. That would be smart. Also, pay attention to your banks because they've been getting grimy too, charging people money. They're lining up their pockets because they know that a crash is coming. And it ain't even the bank tellers or the customer care representatives that's getting the money. It's the higher-ups that's aligning their pockets with your money. So be mindful of your transactions. I remember there was a time I was just putting money in the bank, well, in the bank account, and wasn't using it. And they was charging me fourteen ninety five a month. I said, why y'all charging me? I called and I said, now, why y'all charging me fourteen ninety five a month? And the reason why that was my question is because they was taking my money to loan it out for a house loan, car loans, whatever. Getting this huge percentage on it and giving me a penny. So you're already making money off of my money being in a bank and then you want to turn around and charge me money a second time? So I called and I said, why are you charging me fourteen ninety-five a month? Oh, because with the type of account that you have, you have to use it X amount of times per month. If not, you get charged. I'm like, ain't this some bullshit? I understand more and more why my grandfather never trusted banks. I understand. The economy crash, your money is in a bank account. If that bank account is not like a superpower... Like, you're asked out of your money, and they don't give you your money back, and tough shit, there's nothing that you can do about it. I'm prayerful that Gen Z will will take that torch and do something with it, because that's crazy. I'm also thankful for these new cryptocurrency platforms that are turning into banks, because I'm damn sure not going to use a bank for nothing. I'm going to go with, well, I'm going to diversify. But the majority is going to be in a crypto bank. And Coinbase is looking real freaking good for those in the United States. They're definitely going in the direction of being a bank. You can stake crypto. You can have your money, your cash on there and your crypto. And you can make like, there's one I saw that was 2.75%. I said, well, shit, that's better than a penny. You can get a loan for them if you want. They base it off your credit score. It's looking real good, y'all. So I would suggest you look at who's the superpower according to where you live at and go with them. I know people from other countries listen to this podcast, so you might want to look into the platform in your country that is the superpower in your country. Like, really? Research founders and everything. Take your time. Listen to what the Internet streets are saying, but think critically for yourself. Don't just jump into it because somebody else said it works for them. But these banks is something else. So I, I was thinking like, okay, you want me to use my account, but I don't want to use my account. So how can I make this work out for my benefit? So you know what I did? I set up auto pay, synced it to the credit bureau so that my credit card can increase. And that's how I used the account. That's how I used it. There's really no real reason for a person to have their money in a bank. Unless you have a certain amount. When you're middle class and you're poor, there's no reason for you to have your money in the bank. Unless you're an Amazon shopper like me. I love Amazon. And Hobby Lobby. And Five Below. (laughs) A couple of others. (laughs) There's no real reason, though. So be mindful of the transactions in your account because the banks is lining up their pockets. Be in expectation. Make sure your paperwork is, you know, up the par. You know, the people that's going to do income taxes, they'll be all over social media looking for people, you know, to pay them for whatever. You can ask them a question or two to help you get your paperwork in order. This is the month where we're going to see money tycoons selling off stocks and cryptos. And simultaneously, there are going to be other others such as BlackRock buying up every damn thing. BlackRock is a superpower, FYI. So follow the money trail with BlackRock. There's a stop too, y'all. Now, y'all know the bad reputation of like the Passport Bros and Incels and All those others that, you know, the IR, not the IRS, the Homeland Security and FBI have listed, Black Pill and so forth and so on. I talked about them on my podcast. BlackRock created a stock that has something to do with the prison and the whole Pipeline to Prison program. And they have the Passport Bros on their hit list, so to speak. And they're going to start rounding them up and putting them in jail and making money from off of the stock. I'm talking about BlackRock. They are already labeled as domestic and international terrorists. The password bros. They already have their pictures, their social security numbers, their addresses, any job information, previous job um, information, whether they went to school, they've been secretly watching them on social media. They got all their information, and they're lining them up. I said, ain't that some shit? A whole stock. We're going to see that crackdown when it's time for the next presidential election. You watch what I say. They're going to clean house. And don't be surprised if those that are incarcerated are recruited to fight in America's civil war. Don't be surprised. They're not going to just do the whole pipeline to prison program and, you know, create these stocks. They make money from off of them being in jail and then make money from off of them being in jail through the stock. And that just be it. Oh, no. They're going to put them to work. And civil war will be part of it. You watch what I said. Watch what I say. One thing is going to tie into another. There's all, always some type of hidden thing going on behind the scenes that nobody knows about until a whistleblower comes out and tells it, or you got a really good astrologer that says this is what's going on behind the scenes. This is what's going on. know I mean, is happening. And what I'm going to do is find that their stock. And create that natal chart, and I'm gonna see all of what's going on. Can you believe that? Black Rock. So, you want to make you some money from all of the stupidity of these freaking passport bros, and black pill, and spear. And everybody else going ahead and get that stock, honey. Because they're going to make sure it boom. They're not going to put millions of dollars into it and not double that or triple that. And get into it, honey. Because when the market crashes, that is a really good time to purchase those stocks. That BlackRock has with that whole pipeline of prison nonsense. It's a whole setup. There I remember talking about on this podcast, I was talking about being on Clubhouse and it was this guy who worked he said that he worked in a financial district and he worked with um like multi million dollar clients. And managing their financial portfolio. And he said that they are planning building prisons next to schools, elementary schools at that. So when children are looking out of the window, they see their future, which is prison. Subliminal indoctrination. I think they forget that, you know, certain people are resilient. Or rebellious. Even the Bible talks about how Pharaoh, when he was doing what he was doing to the Israelites, that it was reports going back to Pharaoh saying, these people, they're robust. We can't contain them. We can't control them. And nobody seemed to have learned the lesson, even in this era, that there are a sect of people who are strong, who are rebellious, who are robust, and will push past all of that. But they still, they know, well, you know, they're kind of dense, so we're going to give them some subliminal hints and they'll fall right into it. They don't get it. And then they put a certain sect of people on the forefront knowing that the majority of the crimes is white-collar crimes. You're just making money off of black and brown people and letting white-collar crimes, you know, carry on until one of y'all is missing some money that all of a sudden it's money laundering. We're going to get them. I'm not taking that shit. as long as them crimes wasn't affecting you, it was all good. But as soon as your money involved, all of a sudden it's money laundering. We're going to get them. No, I'm not taking this shit. (sighs) Oh, my God. My God. But research it. Find that stock. There's two stocks. But the man said, get this stock. Needless to say, the man on Clubhouse, he said, I work for the financial district. This is what it is. Get this stock. And... Use it and get your family out of there. The man muted himself, shot his own self down to the goo, and kept quiet was just listening in. You're damn skippy. I took down that information when I went and looked for it. It was there. I'm waiting for the collapse so that I can buy into that stock. Even if a bill won't get paid, I'm getting that stock. I'm going to make a sacrifice for that damn stock. So go search, y'all. Follow the Money Travel Black Rock, and you'll find that stock. You'll find that stock. Those stocks, rather. You'll find it. So I think that's all I want to chit-chat with y'all about today. Uh. It's been an interesting chit-chat for sure, for sure. So to do a quick recap, it was an interesting full moon conjunct Mars retrograde in Gemini in opposition to the sun in Sagittarius. It's quite interesting. There was some unaliving going on. There were some reality checks for some. There were some shocking moments for others. There were some people getting things off of their chest. Some people got blocked. Didn't see it coming, but it was really coming down the pipeline. Oh, child. Then we have coming up our winter eclipse. Not winter eclipse, I'm sorry. Winter solstice in Capricorn and the new moon in Capricorn, which is all about the ancestors letting you know no physical harm is going to come for you, come to you. But you're going to have to deal with something, whether it's your karma for doing something shisty to the person that had to care of you or it's some type of abuse that resulted in fear. And you got to face that fear and release it, your own healing, so that you can receive what you need to receive come 2023 where people's dreams are going to become a reality Get you some dirt if you can. At the very least, get you a piece of paper or an index card. Write down the city, the state, the area in which you want to relocate to. If that's what you want to do, put that up on that altar. And research Black Rock. Follow the money trail and get those stocks. If you can, use some wisdom and weight. Save your little dollars and wait until the collapse in the stock market happens. Wait till the dust settles and then you get in and get those stocks and make you some money from off of those who will be imprisoned for their bad behavior online things that they're doing. And <laughs> Watch them be used to, uh, you know, be recruited for America's Civil War. I thank you for spending much time with me, you guys. Don't forget to press the follow button so that anytime I do a podcast, you can and will be notified. Also, follow me over on Pinterest at the T H E Caribbean Astrologer, where I talk. Most things and all things astrology. Check out the board titled "Pluto in Aquarius." There's some books up there that you should get to help you with um, detaching yourself mentally and emotionally and physically. Detaching yourself. Um, a lot of narcissistic people exist on the earth. And the reason why they get away with what they do is because they sit and watch the capacity of people's thinking and use that to gaslight and outsmart the person that they pick. Now, they don't go out thinking, let me find this type of person so that I can control and gaslight and abuse. Typically, what happens is that the person, the two, the narcissist and the unsuspecting victim, Somehow, some way cross paths, they see some type of gullibleness or naiveness or weakness, or all three in some instances, and they pounce on that opportunity and take advantage of it. The best thing to do with a narcissist is let them know that they are not the great person that they believe that they are, and completely cut them off and go going about your life. Okay. Also, you can hurt their feelings by telling them that you don't wake up with them on your mind. That will devastate them. Now, they will try to bounce back from it. Be prepared for that. And some narcissists can be dangerous. Be prepared, you know, for that. Nothing that a little pepper spray won't take care of, you know. (laughs) All right, you guys, until next time. (laughs) A little pepper spray, a little taser will handle all that. Little pew pew handle all that, right in the kneecap, you know. I'm like I'm not advertising that part. I'm not I'm not I'm not advertising that part. But I'm all for some brass knuckles to the forehead. Now that now, be running up 'cause you know, your feelings is hurt 'cause I said I don't wake up thinking about you. You wanna be violent towards me. Crack them right in the middle of their forehead. Right in between they eye. Uh, Chow. Your little ego and pride is bruised. Ain't nobody waking up thinking about you. Get the fuck. Who the fuck do you think you are? Shalom.